Do you know that your mindset is a habit? Your sense of personal power is a habit. The quality of your relationships is an outcome of your interpersonal habits. Your net worth is based on your money habits. Your business success is built on your entrepreneurial habits. Your ability to create everything you desire is directly related to your habits. So I'm glad you're here right now listening to the Max Potential Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Barrientes, the founder of NFA Coaching, and every week I'll bring you tips, tools, and inspirational interviews that will help you learn how to cultivate strategic habits that will set you up to be a NFA Habits Master so you can create the life and business of your dreams on your terms. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Today we have a very unique and exciting episode that I think is going to bring all of you a ton of value. I have a guest speaker on who I actually found on Instagram, or maybe she found me. I can't remember exactly how it first started, but she does social media coaching. And this is Rachel Thompson. She lives in Utah. And something I think that is really cool is that she has four young kids. <laughs> so getting to know her pre-show, I found out she has an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a seven-month-old. This is awesome because we all know as business builders that it takes a lot of time to build a business. And if you have kids, for those of you who are listening, that also takes a lot of time. So I haven't had any moms on yet talking specifically about building their business as they also navigate mom world. And I also, Rachel came up with a really fun idea to do a real time analysis of my Instagram profile to give you an idea of something that she would do with her clients and also to give all of you some takeaway value if you're interested in building your business through Instagram. For those of you who have been following me for quite a while, you know that Instagram to me is my favorite go-to. It all started when I was a kid with quote cards. <laughs> I used to have my whole room filled with quote cards. So when I ran into Instagram to think about my business building endeavors, I was like, oh, I love this. I get to have this art piece this art side of me. And I, I struggled a little bit more at first with the pictures of myself and the videos because I hadn't done that before. But then I really got excited about how it's this creative outlet and I started meeting really cool people. So I'm so excited to have Rachel on today and let's welcome her. Thanks so much for being here. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit. I'm sure that everyone is curious to know how you navigate both worlds of parenting and business building. What, what yeah. are some of the things you face? Yeah, it's, it's intense and it's intense in a good way because, um, you really, it asks you to be really present with your children and then really present with your business and to have a system in place that really supports that. And, um, yeah, really what I do is just, like that to-do list, that like bookmark so that I can like transfer my attention from one thing to the next. And also just to be okay with when it's not perfect, you know, when yeah. we're just, just going for it and just, yeah, just trying our best. 
trying yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think as a mompreneur, you've got to let go of a lot of perfection, even just becoming a mom, you've got to let go of perfection because things happen all the time unexpectedly. And similarly, I was actually just having a conversation with another business builder about how your business becomes your baby and, and how fascinating it is to watch the reflections of that. Cause I have kids, but they're a lot older. So my free time and work time is very different than it used to be when I had young kids. You know, I have a 20 year, almost 21 year old, a 17 year old and a 13 year old, and they're like independent out there doing it, you know? And so yeah. I can easily work all day, every day. And it's such a different reality with young kids. Um, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get into Instagram? What was the draw to you? Yeah, it was a very natural progression. I, um, have just my on my own um, journey have enjoyed learning from life coaches and other self-development people and stuff and um, just naturally started to tell people hey have you listened to this podcast have you heard about this life coach have you heard about some of these principles and um, enjoyed sharing that with others and after a few years I was like I just I want to tell more people I want to tell people about life coaches <laughs> specifically and um, so I opened my um, account with that purpose in mind, just to have it be another platform for life coaches to come on and to share a message and to be exposed to more than just their followers, but to my followers as well. And um, I still do that, and that is still part of my um, business model and whatever, but what I found was that when life coaches were coming onto my page, they really didn't know just even the basics about Instagram. They were busy coaching, you know, they were busy building their website and building their business that the Instagram was just like, ah, oh, something that they were trying to figure out, but just was not, you know, a focal point. And so, um, I had a lot of, um, fun helping them just in the basics and also, since they do have an Instagram, might as well do just a few little tweaks here to make it work for them. And along with that, found that, um, of course, being on my account and being exposed to my followers is great, but they really then need to have their own awesome Instagram accounts for it to really pay off. So it became truly this collaboration of helping them build their account so that more and more people would learn from them from that place and then also being on my account and allowing them that my, my followers to have an account for them to follow. Okay. Awesome. What do you notice is one of the biggest challenges that people have with Instagram? Like when they're coming to you and they don't really know what they're doing, what is, where are they stuck? You know, it's been a little different for all of them, but it's been just a lot of like, you know, where is stories? And I saved my stories yesterday and now, you know, the link, the handle won't work and just small things like that. And then even just like how, how often do I need to post? And, um, I just kind of threw it together. What, what does my bio need to say? Is there some purpose with it? And just, yeah, like those basics. And it's really individual as I've, yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure. And every, I mean, everyone has such different philosophies. What would you say? Would you say that there is a, a, a certain number of posts per week that's ideal or does it vary by type of business? Uh, what's your recommendation? Uh, what's your, uh, what's your... Overall, it's just, um, 
consistency and mm -hmm. finding a, a place that and, that and that's what everyone says and so I don't love that answer but really like for me I post every day but I don't necessarily think that that is the most important thing to do I do think um engaging somehow on Instagram every day is helpful and we can kind of get into the details of that but um I um as a principal, I kind of like to say for every post you post, um, comment on seven other people's, um, because it is that social experience. There's many benefits to that, but so it, like figuring out how much room you have in your schedule for that. I'm even fine if you post Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because if that gives you time on Tuesdays and Thursdays to do the other things on Instagram to fully use all the features that it has to offer. And so anyway, it's, yeah, yeah. it's just whatever fuels you and makes you feel like, yeah, this is exactly what I want to be doing. Then even if it's once a week, you can make that work. But okay. And so what's something I want to ask you, Rachel is thinking about all that Instagram has to offer business builders, because we have on this podcast, we draw it draws business builders, entrepreneurs, people in all different forms. Some people might not be business builders, but uh, for the most part, they are. What do you like? Just share some of the value of what Instagram brings. So you were talking about stories. I think most people know what that is, but some don't. And I'll give you an example. It, it kind of cracks me up when you're talking about this, because I didn't really start with Instagram until last summer. I think it was a, well, that's not true. I posted a few things starting about a year and a half ago. And then I got started being committed and dedicated and going, okay, I'm going to use Instagram as one of my platforms in about June of last year. And I remember such overwhelm in the moment. I was like, what are stories? What are these highlight reels? How do people do that? What does that even mean? <laughs> and the difference between knowing all the rules and it, it was really overwhelming at first. And now it seems like second nature because I've started to implement so many things and it's taken time. But when you, if, if someone here is listening and they're just getting started, what's your bare bones recommendation for them to go, okay, I'm going to take on Instagram because it's a very growing platform that a lot of people use. What, what would your recommendation be for them to start doing? I would recommend that they um, start posting even just once a day. And I know that might sound a lot, but just to get the traffic going and then to add in hashtags okay. and then yeah, for every post to comment, on seven people's and you can do that um, seven other people you can do that pretty quickly and just that um, yeah. interaction with Instagram Instagram will will help you grow it's it wants to help you grow and okay. that's the way. Instagram is a great place to um, gather new people to mm -hmm. you and so that's kind of the perspective too with um, Posting with hashtags, for instance, just introduces you to new people and then also um, to introduce yourself to other people by commenting and not necessarily saying who you are in your comment, but just, you know, listening to people. So what I, what I really hear you saying is engage, use it as a, yeah. as a platform to engage with your community, with the people you want to connect with. 
Yeah. And okay. you don't have to be the other thing I would say too, especially in the beginning, our brain likes to, there, there is so much to learn. There just is. And also our brain likes to use that to, to not learn. <laughs> and so I would say to just have fun with it to, to post, it doesn't have to be this perfect thing. Um, I've heard you share and other things that like, there is this progression of like, your style and how things go. And so just to start and then when you're commenting on people's um, posts and listening to them through reading their captions, um, to not be worried if, if this is the right person to be interacting with, just to interact because the idea is just to, just to engage. And, and if it happens to be the person that's, you know, going to really help your business, then great. And then if not, Great. It's fine. Yeah. It'll yeah. I, I, I love what you're saying because, you know, for me in the beginning, it was like, oh, what to post, when to post, how much to post, all these things. And then I, when I started to let go and just go, this is just a fun way for me to start to practice getting a message out there and bring value to the people who are being drawn to me. And, and just think of it as this, the more and more that I've let go of the, of the perfectionist piece, which has always, you know, been a problem for me in the past. And then I've had to go like, screw perfection, just get it out there and be authentic and just do your thing. And don't worry about what other people are thinking in terms of the way I present it. I find that just bringing value and focusing on going, okay, I just want to share a message with people today. And then I want to encourage and support them by engaging through commenting on their posts. And that has just made it so it's just fun. Instagram to me is very fun. And I wanted everyone who's listening. I want you all to know, you know, we're on episode, I don't know what episode number this will be once it's released because I'm a few weeks ahead in, in interviewing. But by the time this is released, all at this point, every person I've, eh, not every person, but the, let's say 95% of the people I've interviewed have been people I've met through Instagram. So it's really cool way to get to meet people. I've had collaborations with people. I've gotten clients from Instagram. I have, and I don't have that big of a following. I think right now I'm around like 1400 or somewhere around there. And I still have built my business through it. So it takes some time. And I like what you're saying. I know you say it, you know, a lot of people say do the consistency thing, but mm -hmm. it's true. You know, if you are consistent, you show up, people start to recognize you're going to be there and they... It, they see like, oh, Amanda and Rachel are consistently there. They've got their, we get to engage, they know to expect us and they start to see an overall flow of your brand. So um, let's do some, look at, I want to hear what you have to say about my, my, my Instagram at the current moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Okay. So um, yeah, I'm just here in your profile. And so okay. I just, when I do an Instagram Profile evaluation. I just kind of go from top to bottom. So okay. I, um, just and so any, anyone listening, if you want to go there, it's NFA, it's at NFA coaching is my handle. So if you go to Instagram and you type in NFA coaching in the search, this, it'll come up just so you can see, go along with the flow of what she's looking at. Yeah. Yeah. And then also what I am going to suggest are, um, they're really principle based. So they're totally applicable to their Instagram profile as well. So you all get a profile evaluation just right here right now. So, okay. So I start with their name and, um, something that I always tell, um, all of, um, the clients that I have worked with is just to consider that you will be called uh, on Instagram. You'll be called by your handle. And so just to 
be aware of that. So like NFA coaching, um, people might call you NFA coaching and, and that might be fantastic or not just to be aware of that. Um, um, it is helpful to have like for just in general for people to have their name as their handle, just so that their followers feel like, Oh, I do know them because at least I know their name. It's easier to believe that we know people when we know their name. And, um, but you have your name, um, as the, like right underneath my, your profile yeah, my, picture. Yeah, my business name is my yeah. handle and then and so, my name is, yeah. Yeah. And so like, I would just, just bring that awareness to you. Cause I think it's totally fine, but there is also the option of flip flopping those and doing like, you know, for instance, Dr. Amanda. Um, Barantinez. And so both. Yes. Which is why I didn't do my name because it's too hard to spell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you just get to decide that and then, um, have like the NFA, like flip, flip off. So, so I want to, I want to say something here that I think is interesting. So I actually changed my handle about in April, I want to say I did a whole rebranding because it used to be ABI coaching, which stood for Amanda Barrientes Institute coaching. And a lot of people would call me Abby. Right. Like it's not Abby. And then I'd have to explain. I'm like, Oh, this is not working. And then also I started, you know, I was talk. I always, I've had NFA coaching packages and NFA, you know, so it's the no fucking around coaching for business builders and people all over my community in Boulder, like every networking event I go to would be like NFA coaching. And it really stuck. And I was like, okay, this needs to be the brand move for me. Yeah. And so it's been an interesting process, even thinking about that piece you're talking about, like what, you know, thinking about it from the client's perspective, it, you know, for those of you who are building this for your business, what are they seeing when they go to your Instagram and what does that name mean to them? And so for me, I wanted all of my handles to be the same and my name is hard to say and spell. And so I was like, Oh, and my business name makes sense for me. So I just yeah. wanted to say that, but yes. um, I yeah. think I love that you're saying it's important to think about when you're starting and also don't be afraid to rebrand and change right. it. Absolutely. It's necessary over time. Right. Right. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So then, um, I love also your picture. Your picture is fantastic because it's you and you're close. And again, it just is, um, easy for new people to feel like, Oh, okay. I know her just because they can see you really well, you know? So that's really great. Awesome. Can I ask you a question Yeah. about this picture? So I notice a lot of people have like their company logo versus a picture. Do you recommend, do you have anything to say about the difference between those? Uh huh. Yeah. So I would say if your services are you, like your skill and your personality, and you'll be working like really closely, then I suggest having a picture because it adds that like, I know you, I trust you kind of a feel. But if your services are more um, like product based or like a program and, and it's, more formal or distant, then that's totally fine to have that, uh, logo, um, the company logo. Okay. Okay. Great. That's what I would say. And then, um, so with your bio, the bio, um, I love your bio. It's so great. And I just want to point out that there, the bio has one purpose with like three little steps. So the purpose is just simply to introduce, um, new people to you to help new people, so like they know who, who you are in three seconds. <laughs> okay. really, that's all you have. Um, they're just going to glance at it. And so um, three, 
things for them to learn about you is just who you are, what you do, and then what you can offer them. So, and again, you really only have about three to five seconds that they're going to look at this. And so I always suggest to have um, phrases as opposed to a complete sentence because people can read a phrase in a second. And so um, to have a phrase of who you are, a phrase of what you do, and then a, a phrase. And then if, if not longer, I'm fine to have it be longer with the offer to get really specific of what they are offering. So um, I feel like you do um, a good job of this because your name, just having your name be in the bolded can, can, is part of that profile. And then um, um, what you do, I think, um, like is part of this as well, the um, coaching business builders who want to max their potential. And then um, the one of the free offers, and I guess maybe like something that you do, I was thinking you could add max their potential podcast and just combine that. That's like one, like that's what you do. For instance, I don't know if that's the only thing that you want to put in there, but um, yeah, well, you want to ask like, me this because it's something I really mind. struggled with because I do so many things. Like I have books, I have workshops, I have coaching, I have podcasts, I have, uh, you know, uh, uh, courses, all those things. So then I struggle with uh, what to put in the bio and I've changed it. I, at one point I was like, I wish I would have documented every change I ever did to my Instagram <laughs> because it was like hundreds probably. And so this one, and I, and what you're saying, I think I've had people, a lot of people contact me and go, I love your bio in terms of the NFA, no fucking around coaching, because not that many people are bold enough to like go for that and drop the F bomb. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I think that I, I, there's that mix that's hard, but, um, and then I've heard people say not to max your character space in Instagram bios and all this, you know, there's so many different ideas mm -hmm. out there. So for yeah. you, I, you know, while you were talking, I actually pulled yours up and I really, yours is so clear. So for everyone here, her handle is Rachel's underscore social underscore media underscore coaching. So Rachel, Rachel's social media coaching, very clear what she does. And it says, understand your social media strategy, serve more people, see my highlights to learn more. So to me, that is so clear. You know, it's like I go, oh, I know exactly what you're doing. So when I, you know, when you and I connected on Instagram, I went there and I'm like, awesome. And then it's colorful and there's all these things that drew me to you. And so um, I like that you're highlighting that in thinking about the bio. And I do notice when businesses don't have a bio or they have a confusing bio or they have one where I'm like, what are they, what do they do? I'm not quite sure here. And um, you also highlighted, so you said who, who you are, what you do and what you offer. Mm -hmm. So also having that focus on the customer or right. the client. Um, so that's awesome. That's great advice. Right. So like, um, with yours too, I think, um, what you have is fantastic. And then I think you can, um, even just like simplify it too, to just say, you know, for instance, um, one example, cause like, these are just ideas. I'm a great like idea brainstormer. Yeah, oh, I love it. And yeah. then like, it's yours. So then you get to do it with, with it, with whatever, however totally. you want it. Yeah. So like, um, even just one word phrases like wife, mother, doctor, business coach, then you don't even have to say, I am a business coach or I am a, you know, whatever kind of um, right. coach 
that, you know, or whatever services they offer just to say it. And so then right. they have to waste time, like waste their characters on that. Uh-huh. The next line um, to just have Max Potential ha- Habits podcast because they now they know you're a coach, that you have a podcast, yeah. and then your offering. I love the offering that you do have on your website, which is the six steps, um, the road map. Uh-huh. And um, I would just say like to say that and with your offer and to be really clear so that if someone rather than saying, Oh, that there's this free offer or or here's my my website link. You know, why is someone going to click on that unless they're like super duper interested? But yeah. just in that like ballpark of people who could be interested, what is it like tell them what they're what they are going to click on by saying Okay. You know, get so, so in your mind, like instead of links, it's like what's the compelling reason to click? Yeah, like okay. we're just feeding it to them on a nice little silver platter because they're brand new. They're always a little bit like, what? What can you offer me? And we're, we're like, everything. We can offer you amazingness. Yeah. Here this all is, and, and it's okay. super easy. Click on this. And then they know, yeah, what they're clicking on, and they know quickly like, oh, this is for me. This might be what I needed. And rather okay. than having a general. Learning. Okay. So, awesome. Anyway. Yeah, you're, I'm already thinking about ways I can reconstruct it for the eight millionth time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love it. And I think and I, what you're saying to me is, and, and I want everyone to hear this too. I, this is important in marketing strategy. You're never a master when you begin. You've always got to start somewhere. You practice, you fall down, you go, oh, that didn't work. You, you know, I've had, I've had days before I'm like, I lost like 100 followers. And I don't know why. I think it had to do with the algorithms for like, it was removing bots or something. Or I don't, I read about it. I was like, whoa this has never happened this is weird and then again I was like you know what if those people don't want to follow me I don't want them to be in my NFA tribe anyway and so it's that tension between like you know I think a lot of people especially business builders are like looking at their number of followers and thinking about how important it is and then comparing themselves to the people that have 15,000 and a million and and I love the idea of I'm fine if I have a small tribe of people who are really engaged with what I'm doing and they really are interested in what I have to, to share with them because they're gaining high value content because it's, it's what resonates with them. And that's why they've been drawn to my community. So as I keep shifting, you know, of course I want to keep growing my following because it helps me build my business, but it's also like, okay, what's really working for people and why are they coming to see me? And so in the links, I love, you know, I'm sitting here thinking as you're giving this analysis of how different wording I can use, even just switching to NFA, no fucking around coaching for business builders, period. And then like max potential habits, podcast coaching, summit workshops or, you know, whatever. Cause then it's so clear and very concise and it's like a snapshot that they can see quickly instead of reading that whole sentence. Yeah. 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 And, um, also as you are saying that, it just, for me, this is how I approach my bio is it's not just one and done and yeah. it's going to be that way for the next even month or two. Like I like to change mine uh, weekly because then yeah. I can sustain the belief that like when, if, when people listen, you know, read my bio, they're for sure going to click. Cause I'm going to have, you know, an amazing offer. I have this new amazing offer this week, or I have, you know, yeah. something else that I'm sharing. And so I, 
Yeah, I think that's like, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but that's one of the things that has gotten me to where I am is just to be willing to change it up and to try and to just keep it flowing and keep it moving and not be so worried about all of the the details of how you're going to get to the result that you want. What I really hear you saying is have some fun with it and and be willing to change it up. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And, um, I, um, love your highlights. I love that you have highlights and highlights. Yeah. Are from using stories. Um, I think it's fun to have like the favorite books. People are interested in stuff like that. Cause that's, that's like, Oh, what is her favorite? Cause that helps me. That helps us get to know you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, I really like that. And, um, real, I, real I, quick, I want to share with everyone highlights because I know that gets people tripped up at first when they're brand new. So if you're brand new to Instagram, go online and YouTube, Instagram story highlights. Like when I saw them at first, I didn't even know what they were called. So I was like, I don't know what that is. How did people get that there? Those are so cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, go do some YouTube searches and find out about them. All it is, is people posting on their stories instead of on their main feed. And it's a 15, you know, on your stories, you can do 15 second clips or you can split videos. And then you decide if those are images or those are videos or posts that you want to highlight that will be permanently on your Instagram. So, you know, I'm treating this episode as kind of like an Instagram 101 for people and then having you as a resource if they're like, oh, yes, I want to use Instagram as my go to platform, then Rachel is your woman. Okay. So, so keep going. (laughs) Well, and then with the highlights, the same uh, three things are um, applicable here. Tell them who you are, what you're doing and an offer to help them. And that's um, what you'll find too in my highlights as well. So that again, when new people are like, Oh, okay. And they've read my bio and they're still like, you know, that I've captured them from that, then they can, um, tap on my highlights and actually see me and hear from me and get a feel for my energy and my ideas and, um, see me say, um, not exactly what's in my bio. I would suggest in using different words and say it in another way and to have that there too. Again, Instagram is a great place for new people to meet you. And so just to have that filter in mind of like new people, new people there, um, someone who doesn't know me at all, some stranger, I want to tell them the most okay. important things and yeah. tell them those three. Awesome. So, and I, I've heard before that people scroll down and within the first six posts, they decide whether they want to follow you or not. Yeah. You know, so, and your highlights, I think are part of that. Your, of course, your bio, your picture, your highlights and your first six posts, they're going like, oh, does this person resonate with me or not? Right. Yeah. Right. And so again, with the, um, overall feed, like the pictures and the the grid, um, same thing. The grid is telling new people who you are, what you're doing and what you can offer them. So, um, just looking at your, uh, grid, you're telling me that you're a woman and you're a business, uh, woman and you have a podcast And, um, I get from just like all of the, from your images and things that you're professional and that you mean business. And that's kind of the feel that I get from it. And then, um, um, what, what I like to, again, this is, um, it comes down to your own personal 
feelings and it would be good to discuss back and forth. But the one uh, thing I like to present to have my clients consider is to have some space and involve. So like um, with yours, you have a lot of black. And so I would go with that and I would say, have a few more black images that have one or two words, you know, like, you know, one habit that they could do or implement or whatever, just to, as a, as a whole, there's just a little bit of space. And, um, so you're talking kind of about the aesthetics of the whole, not just the single post, but the way that they look integrated together. Yeah. Okay. Just because again, new people will, um, that's what, how they'll see your profile is, um, having it all together. And so, um, I suggest like every three and then every four, um, to have that blank space, every third post and every fourth post and to not have it be overly patterned, especially if your services are you and your skill and you want to be welcoming and you want that kind of a fill, then I would steer towards a more balanced, uh, feed look rather than a structured pattern, whether it's checkered, which is really popular right now, or the columns, that's really fantastic for a, um, like a, a business with services mm-hmm. that's a little more, um, uh, like structured and, and not as welcoming and that works and that's really helpful for some. So anyway, I would just kind of, um, for those listening, take that into consideration of, of okay so taking into consideration the whole what I keep hearing you say that I think is really valuable for everyone to hear is think about it from the customer's perspective and if you were looking at it through strangers eyes Mm -hmm. what are the main messages they're getting from your posts like who are you what does it say about you what's the message you're delivering And, and I know it sounds so obvious but I think that we forget to do that sometimes in our marketing strategy you know it's like the spotlight approach of focusing on your client and how are they seeing what are what value you're bringing them in an aesthetically pleasing way where they're like oh okay I can digest this and I can, and I can see the organization and this is all subliminal, right? It's like those subconscious messages that are being delivered through your Instagram. So partly I also want to say to everyone, don't overthink it, just get out there and get started and start practicing and you'll start to understand a flow of things. But I love what Rachel's highlighting is like, okay, if you want to start out with a little roadmap here, these are the really simple steps to start with and to, yeah. to consider as you design your Instagram. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Don't let our, don't let your, our minds get overwhelmed and to not do anything. But those three things of like who you are, what you're doing and what you offer is a good template for everything. And then just start. And even for me, like I, um, I don't always follow it completely, um, with the plan I have and I'm just kind of like, okay, well, that's fine. And we just, like just today, this feels it. kind of fun or this is what I want to share today. Yeah. yeah. And a real time thing that I'm learning right now is, um, this, this last week I've had this, um, aha of not only is just all of Instagram, a great place for new people to meet me, but specifically they're going to first find me the majority of the time through my post. And yeah. so the post is a great place to, to, um, gather in people and to, um, get people talking and to start up a conversation 
and um, allow, give them a space to be heard. And um, I have had a lot of success this last week, even just like really honing in that even the feed is the place to gather people and to hear from people as opposed to um, giving them um, a nugget or, or like, uh, okay. like um, some, what's the word, um, like a lesson or something. Okay. There. I see. Oh, I love this. So you're highlighting that in terms of it, like your posts being a driver to increase communication and connection between your followers, instead of feeling like you have to provide value, the value yes, is the, the question. Yes, that's the word. Okay. And because once they start interacting with me, then then the next thing they're going to find is then my stories, you know, that we've talked about the little, the circles up at the top. And I feel like that's, that's what I'm learning right now is that's where then the people who are following me, who are interacting with me, that's where then they would love to have some value there. Okay. Okay. I love that. And and of course your questions that you put out there are based on your media and branding, like your message. Right. And your branding and you're drawing people together into your community to have conversations in those areas. Exactly. Cool. Okay. I love it. And I, I, uh, I love to look at people's evolution of their Instagram and even mine, you know, it's like mine is hilarious because at the very beginning I used to put like tons of words on them, (laughs) like a whole novel on one post. (laughs) And so I just look at it over time and I thought, wow, you know, I think for everyone listening, it's like, just dig in. If you think Instagram is potentially the platform for you, or if you're already using it, just make some of these fine tuned tweaks that Rachel is recommending and go from there. Um, so I want to ask you, I always ask all listeners what your top three max potential habits are. And I know we talked a little bit at the beginning about you being a mama. Um, and, and I know that you said that you would at some, someday you would like this to be your full-time business, but that you're also navigating obviously like young, young babies and children. So what are the three max potential habits that you would want to share with everyone that you think have helped you get where you are today in, in life and business and motherhood, any, anything that stands out to you? Yeah. Um, I feel like what has in my uh, business, what has really gotten me to where I am is, is thinking, um, this will be fun. Like just even just that thought where, yeah, like posting, I mean, I wasn't really on social media very much before this. This is just like what my niche and what my people need. And so to, to just think, Hey, this will be fun. Even when like growing and interacting with people can be kind of scary or like posting something that's super authentic or real time can be super scary. And our mind likes to say like, okay, this is going to be uncomfortable, but, um, to lean into it and to be like, this is going to be fun. This is just going to be fun to see how this is going to work out. And, um, I loved in another one of your episodes, someone mentioned that, um, like we're so much more creative when we are um, positive and yeah, um, yeah. feeling good. And so I think rather than being like, I'm just going to fight this um, uncomfort, I'm just going to do it anyway, which maybe is fun for some people. And I, I think 
you know, another option there too is just to be like, it's uncomfortable because it's new and new things are fun. And just, to, yeah, I love this. So. I have to share with you too, that, that in my mind, when I ran into your Instagram and started watching and seeing some of your posts, that's, that's what screamed at me about you was like, she is loving what she's doing. Like that yeah. to me was just apparent. So I love that. So congruent with the way that you show up in your Instagram. I see that. I feel that like that you make it about having fun, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Cool. And I think okay. for, for me too, just a little thing right there is to notice what it is. Like for me, what, what is fun? It might not be what's fun for you. And mm -hmm. what's fun for me then is trying new things. You know, okay. I'm, um, like doing lives in a Marco Polo kind of a film. Marco Polo is an app that is just like a video back and forth. It's really casual. And um, I've been embracing that recently with my lives and just, just trying new things. That's fun. So yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And um, another one. So my habits, I, I, their thoughts, <laughs> it all okay. comes down to what, like what we're thinking about. So a uh, a ha like a thought that's really put me into a lot of action that I go back to um, a lot is um, I'm not going to let the my lack of whatever it is stop me from showing up and serving. So mm, um, what nice. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not, um, I, you know, and I wasn't a life coach, but I wanted to help them. So instead of being like, you know, I, I should probably go and get some things figured out first and then I can help them. It was like, no, I, I'm not going to let all of my lack stop me from helping them in any way that, that they need help and that they would like help and to, to not let my lack of, of, um, expertise stop mm -hmm. me from just showing up with my whole heart doing it my very best and yeah just kind of managing my brain that way and that's incredible and I yeah. love that you're highlighting it's so true our thoughts are habits so you're training your brain toward being like okay I don't need to be perfect I don't have to have it all figured out but I see where people need a solution and I'm gonna fill it and I'm not gonna let my limiting thoughts hold me back from bringing people the value that they're looking for yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Okay. What's number three? And, um, the third one I, I did kind of already touch on, but it's just, um, the ability to be in the present moment. And for me, this is very much a work in progress, but for me, what really works or like the reason why I'm not always getting into the present moment is because I am thinking of the loose ends, you know, that still need to be tied that like, because mm -hmm. for me, you know, a mom of three, I don't have these perfectly nice, clean set office hours of when I'm at work and when I'm not. And maybe no one does. I don't know. But um, when a child comes in that has, you know, some mess issue that needs to be taken care of, I need to be able to let go of work and be able to focus on that. And so the habit here is, I call it a bookmark or like a to-do list of, you know, if I could keep working right now, what would I do? And to write down not a whole list, but just like the very next like two things. What would I do if I could keep working right now to write that down and write it down in detail. And then be, that helps my mind know that it's all wrapped up. It's waiting for me. I don't have to re start. I don't have to like re get into, I can just start right from where okay. I, right where, where I left off uh -huh. and it helps my mind 
to believe that I can now focus on the present moment and get in with my kids. Okay. And that's a great strategy. It's so true because it's, it's almost like a brain dump of what you need to do upcoming. So when you come back to it, you don't have to remember where you left off. You're yeah. there because you wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. And then the same thing on the other end where, um, you, cause there's always this unlimited list of things to do. So again, it's kind of like managing our brain to be like, yes, there are some things like if I, if I was doing, you know, mom stuff all day, for sure, I would stay busy all day. And this is what I would do next, these next mm-hmm. two things. And that's what they are. Um, but now it's work time. So I'm going, it just helps me then to like focus. Now I'm working, you know, and yeah. That's great. Having a bookmark. Awesome tips. Thank you so much. You know, I really love this episode because it's very different than the ones I've done previously. And I haven't done that many guest interviews yet, but I I appreciate that you're really in the startup phase of your business. And and we're going to get to see you real time because I'm sure that you're going to continue to grow and flourish and thrive in your business. I just know it. (laughs) So I let everyone know where they can find you and how they can contact you if they do want to work with you through on their Instagram accounts. Um, Yeah. I'm sure they're going to want to know. Yeah. So um, you can check out my Instagram at uh, Rachel's social media coaching with underscores. And then... um, just DM me if you are interested. I right now am um, doing free one hour consultations. And what that is like is um, you bring all of your questions, your um, ideas, your concerns about Instagram and we delve in and um, kind of we're we're able in that conversation to sort out the, the brain and the overwhelm, the trickiness of our brain and all the questions that our brain comes up with is aren't helpful. And then the legit questions and being able to answer the legit questions and then be able to ma- like really manage the, our brain around, um, the actionable steps that we can take with Instagram. Okay. And, um, I also do these free, um, Instagram evaluations as well. And so just DM me and we will um, schedule something. Awesome. Okay. And then from there, once you have that hour consult, then they can go, you can go, okay, here's the strategy where I'm going to help you implement. Yeah. And together you implement this, the plan for them to grow their Instagram. Yeah, exactly. I have a three month program. Okay. um, Where we uh, chat once a week and it's really, really great to, um, this program is really, really great because I have a lot of ideas. I mean, we just like hit the tip of the iceberg with even just like your account have so many ideas and the feedback that I get from just a free um, chat with me is so much information, so much. And so that's where then like, that's exactly how we grow is we gather so much information and then we get coaching on it because our brain doesn't yeah, want, yeah. doesn't want well, all definitely, that. You know, I have to say I, in the beginning of taking on Instagram, I remember it was, there was a lot of overwhelm. It was like, whoa. And it, it doesn't need to be that way, but it, it feels that way when you're stepping into complete unknown territory. And for me, I wasn't a social media person at all. And so it was all new and it seemed very overwhelming. And so I think it's an incredibly valuable service that you offer to help people, you know, kind of hold their hand through that process. Yeah. So they have a roadmap so that they can get their Instagram launched in a way with help. 
So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Cause if you're growing that fast and that big and implementing all that I say, you're, you're going to want someone there to, to watch your brain and to help you stay yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Keep you in check. Yeah. <laughs> Keep you in check in the place of this will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for being here. If you're new to Instagram and you're getting ready to get started, this will be a very valuable episode for you. So thanks for listening all the way through. And I will be back next week with another Max Potential Habits podcast. I hope that you all have a NFA day where you thrive and feel alive. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you're liking this podcast, help spread the word by subscribing, sharing, leaving a rating and a review. To connect, go to nfacoaching.com where you can join the Max Potential Habits community and get access to all of my free and paid resources. There's daily inspiration on Instagram, IGTV videos, access to the Max Potential Habits LinkedIn group, and links for working with me in the live weekly Max Potential Habits online group training, the NFA Money Magnet Habits online course, and if you're really serious about taking it to the next level, you can also schedule a Max Potential coaching consult. Until next time, I hope you have a NFA day where you thrive and feel alive.